This is the Open Forum Podcast. Welcome to episode 31 of the Open Forum Podcast. My name is Mike Miller, joined by my co-host, Mike Martinez, to bring you the news, helpful insight, and more from the world of physical education. On the eve of the eve of the <sighs> eve of Christmas. <laughs> A lot of eves. Twas the night before the night before the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a computer mouse. Ah, well played, well played. Happy holidays, buddy. What's up? Listen, uh, you, you caught me on a good night. It's the the night before our last day before the break, yeah, so man. this is the the highest of notes I've been <laughs> I've had in, in, in quite some time. Looking forward to a little. Rest and relaxation, uh, you know, plugging the the vital organs back into recharge for about ten days or so. How are things going on your end? Um, up and down. I have been in and out of school consistent. Well, I guess inconsistently or consistently in and out, consistently <laughs> in and out of school since, um, well, election day. So, it's wow. been a it's been an interesting two months, to say the least. Just riding that wave, riding that roller coaster, huh? Serious. Um, I I feel like it's been a while since we talked about that that inconsistency and yeah. that, that uncertainty uh, with our with our guest for today. The last time we did have Open Executive Director Aaron Hart on, we talked about just that. How, my goodness, I think that was back in the summertime, and people were cautiously trying to figure out what the fall would bring and how to plan for in school, how to plan for out of school, how to plan for that, I'm in school, but now I'm out of school, or I'm in school, but I can't touch this, or I can't do that. Or I'm in school, and, and your principal gets on the loudspeaker and says, hey, when we close today, don't come tomorrow, because we're closed for 24 hours. Exactly. Yeah. And, and luck, <laughs> luckily, the fine folks at openphysed.org have been, man, you know, ba battling chugga, all comers to, chugga -luggin, as I to, call to it. figure out how to meet the needs of those teachers who are in all of those boats, right? It, it'd be a tough task to satisfy one group of those needs, let alone to try to tackle all those needs and keep doing it at a high level. So we're doing kind of a, a pulse check, not just on the status of you and I, <laughs> Mike, but yeah. – uh, the 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 phys ed world at large over here so aaron welcome welcome to the show how are things going on your end tonight tonight they're going great and uh appreciate you guys having me um you know i i actually uh i'm taking a little bit of bit of a break we sent out a newsletter earlier today with a survey for members and i hit send on that thing and that kind of started my uh my week and a half of recharging the batteries so um i'm, I'm grateful to be here with you guys and we are extremely thankful to have you. I'm, I'm sure I speak for lots and lots of open users, open trainers. When I say no one, no one deserves this week and a half yeah. more than you and and the rest of the open machine does. So let's. Well, there's a lot of people that probably do deserve it more than me. <laughs> in, this, in this environment, I have to. You know, we've been working hard, but man, there's people working in in, in really crazy conditions, and uh, you know. We just appreciate being able to help. Absolutely. Um, last we spoke, we talked about some of the resources that the open team had compiled and we're ready to push out to start the the new year. And I personally, at least, 
thought, oh, wow, a 10-week curriculum map, 10-week plan for all different grade levels. That'll get me two and a half, almost three months into the school year. We'll be good to go by then. You know, We'll be back to business as usual. Here we are, <laughs> three months plus into the school year. Business not usual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> depends on, on what you consider normal these days, right? Business right. unusual. Um, not much has changed. In, in, in some respects, things look like they're getting better. In some respects, they have not really changed course too much. What can you tell us about where open is at in terms of development, you know, cur- curriculum development, material development, and what might be coming down the pipe for the next trimester here? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, and it's it's one of those things that's really funny. We We launched last year with the whole active home platform and we posted, gosh, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of content for between March and and uh, you know the end of the school year, um, and then we did switch gears a little bit based on uh, member feedback and where where people were going to be in school, hybrid, out of school, you know, distance learning, um, it, you know, and I and I think we we did a pretty good job of supplying content that was friendly to all of those different environments, but. You know, one thing that we we learned was uh, just uh, Mike Miller, just like you were saying, there's so much uncertainty in having to plan uh, for one situation and then finding yourself in another situation in in you know a heartbeat. Um, you know, it's it's stressful. So uh, we we've done our best to keep up with the demand. Uh, demand has been incredible. Um, you know, and, and I and I think that it's a testament to teachers really trying to do their homework um, and seeing the resources that are out there in order to best serve their kids with the situation they find themselves in. So, I mean, this year, gosh, what was it? Right before New Year, we were celebrating 2 million downloads. Yep, that's right. Right. So in just in 2020, uh, 3.3 million downloads. Wow. Yeah. We didn't even queue up any any fancy sound effects for that one. I, I had no there's idea. Nothing, there's there's no cue, right? It's just <laughs> wait, it's, wait, it, hang it, on. Roll, say that one more time. I didn't even queue up any sound effects no, for just, no. that number. Aaron, say it one more time. <laughs> oh. Three point three million downloads. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, but you know, it's 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 survival. It's survival mode right now for so many teachers. And if you're not, if you're a teacher that's not living in survival mode, send us your lesson plan so we can post them for the rest of the world. Because, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that, um, and, and this is what I've heard from a lot of teachers, and I, and I think that people get this. It's so hard to build relationships in this environment, but with that said, the kids, that's what they need the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we've been trying to produce content activities resources uh that allow physical educators to do that build build relationships whether it's through a fun activity uh that teaches them something about how to take care of their health uh or whether it's social emotional learning prompts that help them have a discussion about the way they're feeling um you know it's 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 been a a priority for us to figure out how to help teachers uh, help kids with their mental health more than anything. Um, and, and hopefully we've gotten some, you know, nice feedback from, from, uh-oh, I've got to uh, turn off my my notification here. 
you're, you're a very busy man, and we understand that. Yeah, it was Mo White. Mo White, Open oh, National Trader. Solid. Just sending in some love. So, um, but but yeah, I mean that that's the hard part is um, trying to help teachers adjust on the fly, and and I think the best way to do that is just for us to to be consistent with the content that we're putting out. So when they come grab our resources, they know what they can expect and they know, you know, how to implement them. And I've got to give a shout out to the rest of the physical education community, by the way, uh, the Twitter sphere, um, you know, organization shape America has done some really nice things with the, with the content that they've been providing in the guidance and, and, you know, the state uh, organizations, despite having very limited resources have been doing their best uh, to serve their members. So, you know, it, it's, um, it, we've been talking silver linings a little bit before we started to record, but, you know, one of the silver linings is to, to watch the physical education community come together and, and really support one another. That definitely is something that cannot be understated and, and, and deserves to be recognized. Um, I was speaking of open national trainers, I was just speaking with Jason Steele uh, out, up in the Dakotas. Beardless couple... Jason Steele? Yes, beardless Jason Steele. What? If those listening out there have met Jason Steele or have seen pictures of him with that magnificent beard, it's gone. <laughs> I wonder if like his kids woke up and were like, who's this strange man in, in my house? That's crazy. Um, yeah. So so talking to him a couple <laughs> nights ago and and piggybacking off of uh, one of our previous episodes where we had some some state organization leaders on and just hearing how i mean obviously we know that these state organizations aren't fortune 500 companies but right. they're still putting out virtual conferences some doing it without even charging people right just because they want to provide for their members they, they want to keep right. pushing the the profession forward and knowing that that's going to come at, at some kind of a financial detriment to them but banding together taking that you know that ivan drago size punch for a year, hoping yeah. to maybe bring in more folks the following year. It's been really inspiring and, and definitely what I think we all need in in this crazy time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So definitely, uh, you know, big shout out and much love to all of the, the people that have been volunteering for their organizations. And, and like you said, just putting in the human capital uh, to to support the physical education community. And I, you know, there. I think we're gonna we're gonna get through this. I think there's gonna be a bigger emphasis on how important uh, our health is. Uh, if if one thing's become apparent, um, the more you can prepare your body to fight off anything it needs to fight off, uh, the better off you're gonna be. And, and so, uh, let's teach kids about you know how to take care of their bodies, how to move properly, how to uh, eat properly. Um, so. You know, we're, we're looking forward to 2021, just like everybody. Um, you know, I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, I, I am amazed when I look back at the last eight months, 10 months, whatever it's been, at the, the sheer amount of content that we've published, um, like literally thousands of pages of, of content from grades K to 12. Um, but, but with all of that said, uh, we're going to keep pushing through and then hopefully next fall we can go back to a normal. <laughs> Remember when we used to put out a module every month? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be nice. Uh, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And yeah. just to circle back for a quick second, something you mentioned a, a few minutes ago, again, big, big silver linings guy here. I think the 
prior to the pandemic and all this change and uncertainty, I feel like the, 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 the growing buzz around social emotional learning, mental and emotional health has, has been, have been, has been kind of accelerating a little bit. I think now it's, it's, you know, long jumped into the forefront of what not just kids, but teachers need as well. And on top of trying to plan for in-person out, you know, out of school, trying to figure out how to build those meaningful connections and, and how to get to know each other when you never actually get to give a, give a fist bump, give a high five, you know? Yeah. Um, I think those, those social emotional learning resources have been critical in giving kids an in, 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 in ear to listen to and a, a mini microphone to have their voices amplified, right? Because it's natural for us as teachers, I think, in person to know I have to build a relationship before I can push content. Now we're almost standing on our heads saying, well, I, I have to push content because these kids need to learn, but they also need to laugh. Right. They also need to feel loved. They also need to feel appreciated. So uh, have you seen, I don't know if you have the analytics right in front of you. I feel like you're a big data guy, but has the, the, the SEL stuff been kind of, you know, driving those, those downloads there or has it been 50, 50? What does that look like? Yeah. So that's, that's a great question. And it's actually a somewhat of a separate, um, uh, just group of analytics. So we've really become more involved in the, uh, the curriculum side of the believe in you program. And uh, which has been fantastic. It's it's allowed me to get to know Kevin Atlas on a, a whole nother level. Uh, I mean, I knew he was a tremendous young man before this happened, uh, but really through the last ten months, uh, we become friends. And and uh, what he's giving to kids on a daily basis is is truly inspiring. Um, and and honestly, Varsity Brands as a whole. Uh, their willingness to empower myself and Kevin and and everybody who's involved with that project uh, is a is a testament. You know, I mean, when companies are cutting costs, especially companies that sell to schools, right? When companies are cutting costs and um, you know they continue to support that project, it's it says a lot about the heart of the leadership of the of the company. Um, and you know, we're not perfect. Varsity Brands is not perfect. VSN Sports is not perfect. Obviously, Open is not perfect because we're all run by imperfect human beings. But um, I've been inspired by our leadership and really grateful that they continue to empower us. Now, with all of that said, um, the Believe in You series. Now, mind you, these aren't just PDF documents that people can click on and look at or a 90-second video of a, uh, you know, a game that you can play with kids via Zoom. You know, these are 12 minute, um, you know, mini episodes uh, of a video series that, you know, kids have to invest time in to view and teachers have to invest time in. Um, and since March, uh, the Believe in You series has logged well over a million YouTube views, uh, which is just tremendous, absolutely tremendous. And, and we're super grateful. And of course, along with those, um, you know, over a million downloads. Uh, along with that is tens of thousands of downloads of the curriculum that go along with it. Um, and the, you know, the community circles uh, and the discussions that are happening and the use of the journals that we've created has been uh, a tremendous part of the story. And so, um, you know, what, what we found, and everybody says SEL is important. 
school districts had to have some sort of SEL in place, you know, and I, and people can't see my air quotes in place before <laughs> we went back to school in September. Um, uh, but I feel like the SEL world suffered a little bit from what we in the physical education world have felt for years. Like everybody knows kids are, are supposed to move and be healthy. Oh, but yeah, we don't really have the funding for it. So you guys are on your own to raise the money and do your best. And I feel like the SEL world has kind of fallen in that category and, and no fault to administrators, by the way, because they want quality, high quality SEL programs. Oh, but you got to spend millions of dollars on masks and millions of dollars on cleaning supplies. And, you know, the, the list goes on and on and very tough financial decisions that school boards and administrators have had to make. And so at the end of the day, when they have these grandiose ideas about this, this massive SEL uh, project that they want to put in place for the mental health of their kids. There's just no money for it. Right. And there's no time in the day. And there's not enough time for professional development. And the list goes on. And so, although we want to prioritize it, uh, we got to make sure that our kids aren't getting sick at school, our teachers are not getting sick. And obviously, that's, that's the priority. And it, and it just goes, you know, physical safety is the most important piece of the entire a hierarchy and then you go from there and you know it's interesting we've done a lot of professional developments this year in the sel world um and early on we learned we had to take a couple of steps back from helping teachers teach sel to students to helping teachers manage their own sel of course and and honestly that became a huge part of our of our mission um, in the first part of this school year. And uh, there's, there's a three-week challenge for everybody uh, on believeinyou.com. People can go download a three-week um, uh, social and emotional uh, self-wellness challenge. You can go download it. Um, it's really basically simple, relax, uh, refresh, and recharge over, over the course of three weeks. Um, so www.boo.com. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, and, and again, we're empowered by RC brands to do these things. Um, and and I, I can't say how grateful I am. And it was a tough year uh, in a lot of respects for everybody, obviously, but, um, you know, the resources, the human resources, the financial resources for us, obviously, we're not anywhere near what they have been in the past. Uh, but we're, we're, we're working on uh, rebounding extremely, extremely strong. I mean, that's great to hear. Um, I, I was kind of chuckling to myself hearing you talk about the, the barriers and the obstacles to actually implementing a program like this, right? Because I mean, back in March, when we first went remote, my first thought was, oh, I need some social emotional learning to help my kids get through this. Let me grab this program and realize I've never been trained in this. I'm, right. I'm unfamiliar with it. So how do I confidently unveil that I can make a, a personal testimonial, even if you're not an expert, even if you don't know the content inside and out, again, just giving kids that outlet, giving them an, an opportunity to watch something that's going to speak to some part of their heart and be able to write a, a journal response to it. More often than not, their response had nothing to do with the video, but had everything to do with how, how they were feeling. Right. 
and I feel like that's the whole point of what we're trying to get to here, right? Is especially exactly. for, for middle schoolers who are too cool for school. Yeah. To give them that voice to say, you know what? This sucks. Life sucks. Everything sucks. And this is, and this is what I think about it. Right. Which they might not verbalize in class to a teacher, but we'll definitely write it on a Google Doc. Right. That out. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I use the journals this year in the classes with my college kids. And uh, I'm glad I did. It, 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 it made a challenging situation where, you know, I was teaching all my classes remote. Um, and I'm thinking, how am I going to build relationships? Well, uh, sending the journals back and forth. Uh, it was an amazing opportunity to build relationships on a level that I hadn't previously built with my students in mm -hmm. when I was face to face. And I, and I think we're going to find that, right? Like some of the things that we did in this environment that worked really well, we'll carry forward even when we're through this um, because it, it, it brought out, um, you know, good teaching and teachings relationship. You yeah, know, the student, you can't get around that without a relationship. There's no teaching happening. Yeah. Just more of those silver linings again, right? Things that yeah. we didn't in like uh, Mike Miller can attest to this. Technology has never been my strong suit. <laughs> and yet here I am now giving professional development workshops on how to use certain tech platforms, yeah. um, how yeah. to, you know, I don't know if you can see it over my shoulder. I've got my laptop connected to a second monitor. Oh, dude. What? I've got wires. I've I, I, I got cables. And this is something that Mike and I have always like bonded over. Of course. You know, because he needed you, man. He, he's a great <laughs> interviewer and not good at tech. And I'm the opposite of those things. And it, it just, it, it works and it's, and it's worked from the beginning and it's, it's just trying to find that, that balance. Well, as he gets better at uh, technology, you're also getting better at interviewing. So it's all good, man. <laughs> Thank you. I, but I, I do think even if it's one new platform, like for example, I'm, I'm never giving a, a paper homework assignment or ever a test again. or quiz ever again. Right. Ever. Right. <laughs> ever again. There's no need for it. Yep. You know, I, I feel confident. With it. I know that every kid from kin from pre-K through, you know, the doctorate level probably knows how to use Google Classroom now and how to finagle yeah. a Google form. Yeah. So these are all things that are coming with us back to the the, the, the new new normal. It's yeah, crazy. It's, yeah. So I saw those air quotes, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so speaking about curriculum and, and planning and things moving forward, we talk, I, I think on air, it might've been before, before we started recording about one of the biggest hurdles. And again, open, I'm, I'm tipping my, my winter beanie to you here. One thing you guys do better than any, anything I could ever imagine is a real hard pivot. Whenever you see a need somewhere else, right? We're going in this direction. Teachers need this boom, you know, jump cut. And we're going in the other direction. Um, the go be great materials, the, the priority outcomes, these were all things that gave teachers around the country around the world at least some sort of a clear vision like if nothing else i can start with this and mm -hmm. as we, we've gone through our our first trimester here now we've seen we have the mike millers of the world who are in person on monday home on tuesday in person on wednesday home on thursday or here for a week gone tomorrow kind of a thing is there any change coming in the upcoming materials to kind of have if I can put this into words eloquently, to have like side-by-side -side materials that kind of work together so you can keep pushing, like, dare I say, a unit forward in person or at home? Yeah, I, well, we're gonna experiment a little bit here with the first four weeks coming out. And I, I have to give a big shout out to my wife, Andrea, for 
pushing me in a direction that I'm, I would, had been resistant in. And that's, that's the Google sphere. Um, <laughs> so uh, we are going to release four weeks of uh, nutrition-themed content. And uh, so my buddy and brother, Nick Klein, uh, is working on the physical movement part of it. And my wife, Andrea, is, is a registered dietitian, is working on the nutrition education piece of it. And as, as we do that, we're going to roll out materials that she's created uh, using uh, Google Slides, which are really, really cool. And it allows us to format um, the content in a specific way uh, and keep it static and then have the kids go in and, and do the work and answer it via Google. Uh, so that will be the first kind of release with, with a more kind of Google um, focus. And what we're hearing is that, you know, with the, with the virus really surging in most places, uh, remote learning is going to be more prevalent than not, at least for the first month, month and a half. Right. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're trying to create the, the movement aspect of it, the physical education part of it, uh, where you could do the activities, whether you're in a classroom or in a gym or on a field or remotely via Zoom. Um, and at the same time, the nutrition piece of it will be, you know, kids can do right in their Chromebooks. Um, so that's the, that's kind of the, the big pivot there. And then um, we've gotten a lot of feedback from teachers about field day from last year. And, yes. and the respect that Open National Field Day was kind of like this um, beacon of hope for everybody at a time when you know, we were literally all on lockdown and people were craving something that was somewhat normal. And uh, uh, we've got a committee together of open national trainers and uh, they're working with the creative department um, at BSN Sports. Um, and we are gung-ho about starting to prepare for open national field day um, as early as February. We're going to start to kind of release uh, some some teasers and things that teachers can get their kids excited about a field day event. Um, first Friday of May is going to be our kickoff, and then we're going to run, you know, Open National Field Day all the way to the end of June. So it's basically going to be a two month field day extravaganza. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because it's so hard. Like you you know, some kids in the South are going to start field day early May. Some kids aren't going to be able to do field day until late June. Right. Um, and so uh, we're really trying to design the experience so that, um, you know, everybody kicks the whole thing off uh, the first Friday in May. Uh, but that's really just the kickoff of the kind of field day season uh, that we want to provide for folks. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some other things that we learned from the survey that we just sent out uh, that will help us kind of pivot in the in-between. But, but our, our focus now is figuring out, okay, how do we transition slowly away from this virus surge into, you know, what is going to be next fall? Because next fall, we're still not going to want to pass a beanbag around. We're still not going to want to play tag, right? And um, so how do, we, how do we start to create a bridge so that, you know, when we can move more and we can interact more, we have the resources for that. Um, or we can help teachers modify resources that they love and have been using and want to use again, um, but maybe just don't feel quite safe to do it yet in a, 
post-COVID world that we're all looking forward to. So nutrition content on its way, uh, more Google content on its way, open national field day um, is going to be a huge priority for us. So uh, hopefully everybody can look forward to that. It is so, so exciting, reassuring to hear that there's more beautiful brilliance on the way. And I want to thank you again, personally for, for dropping a dose of reality on me because I, I, I find myself forgetting, I I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm, I'm pretty comfortable actually delivering, you know, pretty decent, remote PE lesson and keeping things engaging, keeping kids moving, uh, focusing more on concepts, obviously, than, than, than skills, because there's only so much you can do in your in your living room or in your kitchen. Right. Um, I, I just keep telling myself, oh, I just can't wait to get back in the building. I can't wait to get back in the building. I keep forgetting it's not going to be <laughs> what it was when I left the building still. You know, I'm going right. to have to learn a whole new style of teaching, I'll, at least until... I'll tell you from experience, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not yeah i mean and even with everybody um uh, vaccinated or most people vaccinated um you know we we see the virus is mutating right and so everybody's going to be cautious mm-hmm. and rightly so i mean we should be cautious um so you know we're we're trying to keep our ear to the ground and and you know open members that are listening that have sent us emails whether they're encouraging emails or suggestion emails or, hey, you guys screwed this up, where's the right link email? Um, all of that is super appreciated and helpful. Well, oh, speak, I, speaking I, of I, links, you yep. made me think of a, a fun fact or a fun uh, tech tip. So I push in all my classrooms because I'm not allowed to use my gym, right? So instead of having to log into my Google account to use my Google Slides presentations, I attach all of them to tiny URLs. Hmm. Game changer. So now whatever classroom I go in, it's tiny URL, um, Miller SEL K1. And boom, my lesson comes up on the smart board. So two things. One, I don't know what that means, but it sounds super impressive. (laughs) And two, I'm trying to resist, but I'm I'm not going to. Is it a tiny URL because it's yours? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> ow <laughs> i couldn't resist i'm sorry i can't i can't reach the knife i can't it's in the middle no um tinyurl.com you can change any web address into a tiny url so it's tinyurl.com slash whatever you want it to be and it brings you to uh a link so i've been using that to one organize all of my my uh, presentations and two to easily be able to bring those up including my virtual classroom which now i can use in the physical classroom what's amazing to me is that they haven't run out of tiny urls sometimes you know sometimes they're taken okay yeah because if you've ever tried to create like an account like uh so so caleb my son just total random story he wants to start an etsy shop sick big thing right and so I'm trying to help him get going with the Etsy shop. Picking an Etsy name. What is on said Etsy shop? Everything is taken. What does he want to sell on Etsy? Uh, he wants to sell two things. Uh, woodworking. We've been doing a lot of woodworking okay. in this COVID environment. Wow. Nice. Um, so, uh, you know, games and things like that. But we, we also got him uh, early in the, in the shutdown. We got him a 3D printer. Yes. uh, I've been doing a lot of printing. 3D printing, all sorts of crazy things. And it's like, dude, I'm missing a part for this thing. Hey, I can 3D print that. Perfect. 
You know what my number one thing that comes off my 3D printer? Chip clips. Ah. Chip clips. I'm gonna have to pass that on to the boy. I'll send well, you. I'll send you the file I used. <laughs> once, uh, once mini mini Bill Gates over here goes live, let let me know. I will. I'll I will. start making purchases. That's a plug for his shop. I don't. Yeah. Even, I can't remember the name of it right now. That's terrible. <laughs> slash little something, something that we didn't start out with. That's for sure. That's fantastic. We'll include um, it in the show I, notes. I, I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll plug Caleb's. Caleb's He's got to put something up there first. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I have to add explore tiny URLs now to my, yes. my to-do list over Do the break. It. Yeah, I know. I just made a note, per, actually. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get you out of here on, on this one, Aaron. And this is the kind of the, the million-dollar question. I apologize for not giving it to you in advance and kind of putting you on the spot. Wow. I, I feel the, the theme for this conversation tonight the, the theme for the school year, the theme for this year remains uncertainty with a capital U, right? Uh, not you, like Y-O-U, right. but capital U. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, with that still being upfront in everyone's minds, everyone's lives, and probably least importantly, everyone's PE programs, what is your 30-second elevator pitch on, hey, if I were you, I would or one thing that we can do together to keep pushing PE forward during this time is, let's hear from the from the, from the mind of the Wizard of Open, Mr. Aaron Hart. You wow, love the 30 second elevator question. pitch question. Yeah, that's, it might it. not be 30 seconds. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> that's okay, we have um, time. Yeah. You, you know, I think that um, the one thing that I have kind of taken over the last few months and, and I'm trying to carry it with me, right, is um, how important relationships are, um, the relationship you have with yourself, the relationship you have with your family, um, and the relationship you have with the people that you love. And, and it's hard, right? Because uh, I can't just drop by and see my dad. Um, I can't just, you know, go give my grandma a hug. She's 97 years old. And, and uh, it's just not, not the thing to do right now. Um, you know, but uh, the relationship that teachers have with students is one of those things that I think we've, we, we say we don't take for granted, but I think we have as a society, by the way, not, not just us individually. Um, so if I were you, and, and this is what I'm, what I'm trying to do with, uh, with my students and with my athletes is uh, start with the relationship first um, and, and truly build uh, you know, a, a two-way relationship where it's okay for you to be vulnerable um, and then we can be there for our students when they're vulnerable. Uh, and you know, this is something that I've, I've known you know, I've known cognitively, intellectually for a long time, uh, but when you're in the day-to-day -day grind of teaching and when you're in the day-to-day -day grind of uh, curriculum writing, when you're in the day-to-day -day grind of coaching, uh, you kind of forget about it. And some of the other things that are not a priority take a priority, like wins and losses or, uh, you know, rubric scores. Now, I'm not talking, rubric scores are important. Assessments are important. <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, my own son, just as an example, he goes to school two days a week, most weeks, uh, when things are, you know, not gone haywire. 
uh, but most weeks he's he's two days a week. And if his teachers are listening, uh, they're not all PE people, but if they are, big shout out to to his cluster of teachers at the junior high, Homer Junior High School. Um, he's a different kid on the days when he goes to school and he's hanging with adults that are not his parents, right? That's a magical relationship when you have an adult mentor uh, that sees you as an individual um, and finds your value, uh, you know, it discovers your value. And it's not like, yo, you're my dad, you have to love me. But, you know, the, the conversations that he's been telling me he's been having with his teachers um, have very little to do with common core learning outcomes and things like that, and more to do with about who the teacher is as a human and how that teacher's humanness is connecting to my son's humanness. And, you know, it's, that's, that's where we have to be as a society. Um, it's where we have to get back to uh, even, even post pandemic. And I, I'm afraid that a lot of that humanness may not stick around. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's beautiful to see right now when it, when it works well. And that was exactly 30 seconds. So shout out to you, Aaron, for getting that <laughs> into the buzzer. Four minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but l listen, you're, you're spot on, right? I, I can think of, this is my 12th year of teaching. And up until this year, I don't remember the last time I routinely stopped mid-sentence, mid-lesson, so a fifth grader could tell me a joke that he wanted to share. And now it's like, you know what? If we don't get through this, sure, let's listen to the joke. Let's pretend it was funny. Or you know what? Let's all call this kid out for an awful joke. Let's <laughs> laugh about it. Let's bond over it. Right. Because the rest, the rest of the stuff will still be there afterwards. But the opportunity to make someone feel special, even just for a split second, might not be, right? Yeah. So I love, love, love the idea of putting those relationships, you know, front and center. And on the flip side of that, there's a lot of teachers, the same way the, the, the student is looking for that connection outside of their home. There's a lot of teachers who need to get out of their four walls and see new faces and right. new perspectives. Interact and with those... someone other than their dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I tell you, I, I can't wait until like a, a real conference takes place. You know, and, and the open national trainers, man, I miss you guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly. The feeling's it, mutual. It, it's, it's one of those things that it, 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 you know, for what, five or six years, it's a part of who the, the of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I can't keep up with everybody just because it's physically not impossible. It's physically not possible. Um, uh, but, you know, we've lost some people in this time, uh, uh, you know, and, and that we get, we used to see at conferences and we're not going to see at conferences anymore. And, and it's crazy, but Man, I can't wait to get back and give you guys a hug. Absolutely. Hug, hugs, high fives, and handshakes all around. Yeah. Heck yeah. Listen, let's continue as, as a group, as a, as a phys ed community. Let's continue pushing those relationships forward. When I think about relationships, one of the ones that I'm, I'm most thankful for is this relationship right here, Aaron. Thank you so much for everything you continue to do for me personally as a, as a human being, as a friend, and obviously for everything that you continue to do for our profession, for our community, there, there's not enough positive words in my vocabulary to thank you properly. So cheers to you, brother. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the kind words and uh, bless your families. And I, I hope y'all, Santa Claus is good to, to everybody out there and, um, you know, just stay safe.
Will do. Will do. Thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, folks, if you're listening, this was a, a very long-winded way for Aaron to get on and give his son's Etsy store a shameless plug. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we built some phys ed content around there for you. Uh, OpenPhysEd.org continues to, to lead this charge and to try their best to hope you know, to help meet the needs of phys ed teachers, regardless of their environment, regardless of their situation, as we are hopefully turning, you know, rounding third and heading for home in this. Let's hope. This, this pandemic, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we talked about lots of great stuff from from Caleb's magic and wood workshop to the tiny URLs to the Believe in You series. So lots and lots and lots of links for us to put in the show notes. If hey, you have any I, questions, can I just give one more shout out? Yeah, of course. And actually, it's going to be a couple more. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, the, the leadership of Kurt Stone and keeping the whole boat um, on top of the water yes, sir. can't be understated. Uh, so big shout out to Kurt um, and, and you know PE teachers. He, he works so behind the scenes, especially now. PE teachers have no idea uh, what that gentleman does on a day-to-day basis for our entire community. Uh, Brian Devoir for being the glue that that's keeping the whole thing together. Um, and I know I drive him nuts sometimes because I'm just not <laughs> as oriented as he needs me to be. Um, so big shout out to Brian and, and everything he's done. And uh, my brother Nick Klein, uh, just just for being the man that he is, and you know, staying staying true to what we what we started, you know, six seven years ago at this point, um, you know. So big shout out to Nick. As insanely busy as all these gentlemen are, a double shout out to Nick Klein. He brought he came along and brought his buddy Brandon Herwick to observe one of my virtual PE classes. Again, one one of the silver linings this whole remote thing. They were, they were able to jump into my class from home, uh, participate in our lesson. That's awesome. Take take part in a, in a little Unit 5 review kahoot that we had going on. So yes. shout out to those <laughs> um, Yes, all the love in the world. I, I, saw, I saw a... <laughs> if, if you love kahoot, try quizzes. Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z, quizzes. Do I need a tiny URL for that? No, it is, no? It is small. Know. It's only one word. Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z. Quizzes. A lot of Z's in there. We'll plug a little, a little, a little quizzes link in our, <laughs> in our show notes as well. Lots of information covered over the last 30 to 40 minutes or so. If you have any questions about those, feel free to reach out to the show. You can always reach it at openforumpod at gmail.com. If you'd love to speak to Mr. Miller or myself, we're both available via social media. I am on Twitter and Instagram at physedfreak. And I am at coachmillerpe. So a huge thanks again to Aaron Hart of the OpenPhysEd.org machine, and yeah, let's, let's can't wait to hear from you teachers out there. Hear how your experiences are going, how these resources have benefited you, or what you're looking forward to see to seeing in the future. Please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. We want to keep this show a truly open forum. Until next time, stay active, everyone. This podcast and all of the great services provided by Open are made possible through the support of U.S. Games and BSN Sports. Every time you purchase physical education and athletic equipment through U.S. Games and BSN Sports, you are supporting a network of teachers helping teachers. Open is a public service organization. Learn more at openphysed.org.